Okay, so this uh, appointment time is <laughs> going through our unrooted cuttings and some of our more out, successful ones from the year. Yeah, and doing a review on maybe whether we offer them next year. Like, I will pay you not to do uh, <laughs> go go cheeky. Oh. <laughs> You don't Bloody. have enough band-aids to cover it. No. <laughs> Your Osmanthus. Yeah. I mean beautiful plant, yeah. but you you I mean, even doing them with canoe paddles, they <laughs> still get scratched and torn. And you're the one that wants to do a bunch of roses. I'm rethinking that. <laughs> but at least I can one. hold them with tongs and snip all the Yeah. You could get one of this those um rose shears that they have like for cut flowers to remove the thorners oh de thorners i didn't even know that there was a thing called yeah, it's like this little metal thing and you just run it down the stem and it just takes them all off oh i was thinking of using the dog's nail clippers oh that would take way too long this thing it like goes around it perfectly and just takes them all off like <laughs> i had no idea yeah it's like a little metal clippy thingy is it is it Oh, no, I'll have a look at that. <laughs> You're about to dog market in order. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that wouldn't work on the Goshiki Osmanthus. So no, no. Prickles are something to consider when doing unrooted cuttings. Uh, absolutely. What What were some of the tops of your list? Do you want to just... So I see Abelia's... Account, well, Arborvitae's. Okay. <laughs> Talking, you're dreaming in Arborvitae's. Uh, yeah. So Abelia's the it depends on the plant like you know you want to get those good nodes but it's one of those plants where the third further down where it's thicker the nodes are just kind of getting further apart but if you're too close to the tips it's kind of brittle and too thin like i mean there was just some wiry pieces that we were dealing with which i mm. wasn't super happy with yeah a, a, a lot of though especially on the hydrangeas those mm. super long ones um, I've even heard of people growing hydrangeas from just one node. I know, but we, we had a standard and we try and fit mm. like the typical three node, six inch kind of standard for most unrooted cuttings. Yeah. Well, and... for, for the hydrangeas and some of the Wajela, it was more like 12 inches. I, I... <laughs> yeah. Some of the figs too, it was hard as you get down, like just so thick and it's like pencil width is preferred. Um, but on the Beelies, some were definitely below pencil width. It's just what they are. Um, and they're brittle. They just, they, you know, mm. I don't know, but um, well, gosh, definitely the runaway winner was the green giant herbivite. I know. And who would have thought that gosh, thousands 2420 and i'm still going to be exact <laughs> yeah I, th I think by the time we finish it will be probably 2000 uh 2000 3000 yeah probably nearly 3000 and you brought some in to help with some of that oh yeah i so. bought um 12 mm -hmm. of yeah and they were good-sized plants, had lots of cuttings on them, scalped them, take the neighbor's one, didn't scalp it. She was very grateful for that. And it, then an, another neighbor who I think I might have supplied some green giants to years ago, um, 
or was it another neighbour? Uh, I've been dipping into his hedge uh, just for the last thousand. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, it is funny, you know, how it works with plants because I made, I got a, a buddleia butterfly bush from Lowe's one time on a clearance rack. It was a stick and I paid a dollar for it. And that thing, far too much. <laughs> that thing, I have won. I, I entered cuttings at the state fair and won multiple times first place with it. And so I made money that way. And then I sold a lot of unrooted cuttings this year. You know, it's funny how like you bought in these plants, but they're just the gift that's going to keep giving. Yeah, yeah. And the the those who sees money doesn't grow on trees, eh? I I think it does. <laughs> They were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well. So, so oh, the artemisia, that's a good one, right? Yes. Not, you're, you're taking the A's away. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just flipping down to see what the, oh, purple leaf sand cherry. Oh, was that another winner? Mm, 540 of those. And I could have sold more, but I want some for myself. That's a good tree too. It's just so pretty. It's such a nice mid-sized tree. It flowers. It's beautiful when it flowers. The foliage yeah. is good all year long. I mean, everyone should have one of those. Yeah. So no wonder it sold a bunch. What was what was second or third uh, place? Probably nine bark royalty. Another beautiful. Zacarpus opulifolius royalty. It was four hundred and fifty, and I'm still selling that. That number will come up to about uh, probably. 600 maybe and how was it getting cuttings off of that one like were they all pretty consistent going down the stems uh no they were a bit of pain um that one has laterals that come out some of them in in a good cutting size and that particular shrub i had hacked it badly a few years ago and i had all this fluffy crap um popping out it it had lost its shape mm -hmm. so this year i've been reshaping it uh, so it doesn't look like a crepe myrtle murder <laughs> and um there are lots of little side bits that need to get snipped although some of those side bits are big enough uh, to include in a bundle uh, and the next really good one would be two, oh, the, my, what was 270 270 oh, no. was down oh uh, sky pencil yeah that was a good one for cuttings that you know that's an easy one the branches are all very consistent nodes are every you know you don't have to worry about how far the nodes are spaced mm. um and it's pretty quick i mean one thing with cuttings is some some things we just took off the list because it just takes too darn long to cut them, you know, yeah. to get a bundle of 30. It's funny. Some things you could get a bundle of 30 in like no time and some things it's, it's not worth your like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's factored into our pricing yeah. because I've been asked to supply some Excel bundles of green giant arborvitae and they're, time consuming to prepare i'm not going to uh, do thousands of those every year 
for less than minimum wage, mm-hmm. uh, substantially less than minimum wage. I, I would like to get at least um, twenty to thirty dollars an hour out of just mind-numbing, tedious mm-hmm. work. It's hard on your hands, hard on your shoulders. They have little scales. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I, I got a nasty one under my thumb. Oh. Uh, you know, thumbnail. And I wonder why my thumb was hurt. I knew it was a, bound to be a splinter. But sure oh, enough. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I hooked out a, um, a section of, of bark off one of the Avavite twigs. But one of my favorites has got to be um, uh, Mulberry. Oh, gosh, the mulberries are nice to cut. Yeah, and they're nice size, don't have mm. a humongous bung, bundle at the end of them. And I can almost guarantee 100% of those rooted. Like, they are just so tried and true for, like, easy to root, great beginner plant. They're fruiting, so they cater to a lot of different mm-hmm. audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, hydrangeas are are nice. It depends on, the oak leaves are a little bit tricky, but some of the hydrangeas can make really nice cuttings. Yeah, and a good success rate on them too. Yeah. I always sum up, sell out of my paniculata summer snow with a variegated leaf, but then I don't offer a lot because the shrub isn't giving me a lot. And and frankly, 150 this year, and I've got a lopsided shrub. <laughs> However, you can't when everything's in, you know all flushed out. You can't actually see how badly lopsided it is. Yeah. If I get time, I'll go and even it up, but. You'll just have to add a couple more different varieties so you can give that one a break next year. Well, that's the plan. <laughs> I'd like a really nice pinky red large leaf um, that holds its color. No, not one that you need to fiddle around with this and that to get it to go pink or blue. Yeah, Just screw that. Yeah, just same color. I love cappuccino. I know you always talk, and I want to drink that. Uh, <laughs> well, me too. Uh, but uh, anything with a coffee name, I'm just like, oh, gotta have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and now with the um, hibiscus syriacus mm-hmm. uh, that we have two, three, four, five, six, seven varieties of, and I've got two more this year. Nice. Combined, that's that's close to a thousand in cuttings on just hibiscus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I could have taken more cuttings off some of them. Oh yeah, <coughs> yeah. My double purple was on there. That's such a good one too. But yeah, my tree tree's looking a little sad right now. It will come away. Yeah, they enjoy sometimes better. Sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to cut on this, and then you cut on it, and you're like, oh, that that really did wonders. <laughs> yeah, for the plant. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, like, it's a really lush, deep sleep. It benefited the garden, and I made money off of it. Mm. Um, figs, they, you know, it, it's kind of, they can start getting kind of fat, but, man, figs, 820, is that right? Yeah. That's quite yeah, a... Yeah, and you could have sold more. 820 from your Celeste, and... Three, yeah, over 1,000 in fig cuttings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that is nearly twice what you sold last year. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, 
And figs, figs are such a great plant. They're, they're great shape. You can prune them any size. They, they really do nicely with pruning, mm-hmm. you know, just in the garden. They propagate easily. They fruit within a year or two. I mean, they just, mm-hmm. their leaves are nice. You know, they have that iconic fig leaf that's in so much like ancient, you know, art. Strategically <laughs> located. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just can't say I love figs. Yeah. You know? Euonymus is a great one. Yeah. Just going back to figs, you did a much better job. Well, not better. I mean, it was perfectly adequate last year, but with by snipping off all the little bitty bits, mm-hmm. it, they were a lot easier to pack. And Yahoo for that, because you know how you were saying that you know, that some of them could be thicker and all the rest. Yeah. I didn't have any problems this year packing them. Even the, yeah, because you, you put the big fat ones, you know, you spread mm-hmm. them around between I, a couple of bundles. I was, I was a little gun shy last year. It was kind of my first time hacking on my pride and joy. And I was a little nervous. So I made more strategic cuts where this year I just cut off whole lobs of the tree and <laughs> so uh, I have, you know <laughs> so it looks a little different this year than but but in a good way different but show me the money <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, oh tree okay yeah um now, but, the euonymus yeah i i like the manhattan um it, it's it's a bit like the gashiki mm-hmm. it, it's all leaf and no stem yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, they're easy enough to pack, but compare that with the green spy euonymus, which mm. are pencils with leaves on them. Yeah, yeah, and, it's a little different. And the, the leaves are easy peasy to strip off. Yeah. The Manhattan's nice because it is more of a vining type euonymus, and so a lot of the stems will have kind of aerial roots or like, the, you know the roots that attach onto things mm-hmm. and so those will encourage growth faster but it is kind of a funky one not as consistent as green spire for sure but your silver king you on this was gorgeous it is beautiful. I, I enjoyed just looking at it, it i know yeah. for cut flowers is like a winter yeah, yeah it's a good one absolutely gorgeous and and this was actually my first time ever cutting it it's funny because most people that have those have it is just like a basic shrub in front of their house that you trim like a box or a round thing. Meatball, you, yeah. I see them all the time as just like staple landscape plants and they look horrible and they're so prone to scale. And I have it kind of more woodland and I let it just do its thing and it's more cone shaped. And I had no idea yeah. its natural form was oh, more cone shaped. Yeah. Yeah. Elon, more like a teardrop shape. Yeah. It looks it looks like it's been pruned and it hasn't. It just has such a great natural form. And so I don't know why people mess with them the way they do. So, Leave it alone. Yeah, I, unbelievable. Why get a beautiful tall shrub and then cut it into green maples? It's like the it's like the crepe myrtle thing. People just think that's what you're supposed to do. Oh my god. <laughs> the the mums. Now the mums are are like almost a hundred percent guaranteed to root again, but more breakage issues with shipping or rod. I don't know. Like they're. Uh, I, I will never send new divisions out. 
and if I did, which I wouldn't do, I would definitely not use the water crystals. I think they were the things that made the, the new divisions rot. Some people, because I contacted everybody, and I said, hey, look, have you had a problem with the uh, new divisions on the morifolium mm-hmm. mums? And some of them came back, no, absolutely fine. Sent me photos. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Other people just got a mushy, gloopy mess. Mm. They're, so, yeah, they're, they definitely like to be on the drier side and they can be done, but it, it the, you know, the leaves just crunch. It's almost like spinach leaf, you know, yeah. so you just have to be, they'll snap like nothing. So you just have to be a little bit <laughs> careful. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm just not going to do new divisions. If it hasn't got roots and isn't coming out of um, a tray or um, you know, plug trade, seedling trade, whatever. It's just not going to get sent anywhere. I, 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 it's embarrassing. I'm, I'm sure, you know, reading between the lines in the emails, people thought I was sending them mush deliberately, and it was certainly not my intention. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it was a hard time of year too, I think, to send them. Yeah, it was. It was just starting to get to that nearly warmed up stage, but yeah so iffy um, in the mums the new one that that uh rock cotton easter horizontalis mm-hmm. hor- horizontalis whatever. <laughs> yeah <coughs> that was a new one i'd offered it before using the wrong name yeah <laughs> and, 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 and no wonder there weren't too many there were some some sales but that <laughs> actually is sold steadily from uh the beginning of november yeah, it's such a a good landscaper plant. So many people like to use the cotton easters. Mm. Um, oh, your your um, all the willows. Those every time I commented on them, I think when I came in and saw them cut because they just, <laughs> you know, they make such a nice cutting. Oh uh, yes, you can get them almost perfect. Yeah, geometrically. Um, it's like they want to be cut yeah oh and I've thought of what I can do for my leftover dapple willows apparently there is a huge market for tree fall and Mm -hmm. I had thought that there was Mm -hmm. but those great big 10 foot lengths on the dapples uh, I'm going to do it properly this year and I know I said that previous years but this year I'm going to do uh, three to four foot standards and um you know trim them down and stake mm-hmm. them and uh e- even if i sell them on the borders liners next year uh, i'm more than happy with that because they're going for astronaut 25 dollars for a two-year-old yeah or more and they they do look nice in tree form mm. Um, camellias are another really good one. They make great cuttings, long lasting. You don't have to worry about the cuttings really having any issues shipping. Um, it's a little bit late in the season now, especially in our region, maybe more north. You could probably start them, but typically in the fall is more of when you just because of their flowering time for a lot of them. But they take a long time to start, but I've had really great success rate. They're easy, but they just take a long time. Yeah. Uh, we never tried the summer sweet, the clethra. 
Mm. Oh, well, I had it. Mm. Oh, man. Next ad. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. No, you sold 90 at oh. the beginning. <laughs> okay. I was yeah. like, wait, I thought I could. Yeah. Did, have you taken cuttings for yourself? Mm, I'll add that to the list. That's a mile long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another thing we tried this year was Japanese maple scions, which I was excited about because, as you know, I'm a little bit of a fan of the maples. Um I I think they cut they cut beautifully, especially if you have a tree that needs to be pruned. It's not something that you really want to hack back as you were talking about with your hydrangea. Like you definitely don't want to hard prune your Japanese maples because <laughs> they won't mount unless you just don't care what they look like in the garden. Um, but typically you want to keep some kind of form and shape to so consciously prune those. But the scion wood um, cuts really nice, lasts a good long time. It's getting a little bit late now for them, though. January is kind of ideal. Yeah, yeah. Our ad went up into February, uh, into January. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right in January because February, because it's starting to warm up, they start poofing, their nodes start to swell a little bit, and it just kind of puts a little bit more pressure on them. Ooh, I, I just remembered. Now, uh, this year I've actually bought some unrooted cuttings, and one of them was uh, the Flowering Quince um, Spitfire. Oh, nice. And it's already starting to bud out. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And you started them right away? Yeah, that was one of the few things. I mean, if I spent money on yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it got A-plus treatment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, nice. Those uh, are such pretty plants when they're in bloom. Yeah, and I'm glad that we've got different colours between mm -hmm. the two of us because yeah. that might be something that we could offer in, you know, like fours and fives, one one of each colour sort yeah. of thing. They, um, they're so nice because they bloom at that awkward time when everything else is kind of in between blooming, mm. like kind of just coming out of all the winter bloomers kind of too early for a lot of spring bloomers so yeah is it around about the time that for Sophia yeah kind of around that time um the prunus mumes are just starting right now so kind of you know similar mm. that's another one to I'm trying to add that one to the list next year hopefully yeah and the beauty berry have done well oh and they they do cut pretty well they store well yeah. they they prop well they're really easy to get going yeah i would say that's you know that's definitely a good one for beginners um a lot of the boxwoods they take a long time to kind of get to the size you want but they do propagate pretty easily butterfly bushes propagate really easily ah. um, for something that's so woody and brittle to work with mm -hmm. and, and wonky shapes they want to grow <laughs> man do they want to grow it is funny mm. The hardest ones, I'd say, that we had on the list, I mean, I'd say the arborvitaes, if you don't, yeah. I mean, they're easy, but if you don't know what you're doing, you can run into some trouble with them. Um, gosh, what else did we Spirea have? Spirea is easy. Spirea is easy. Abelia's fairly, well, I, I haven't had as much success. Yeah, I'd say Abelia's are kind of more of a mid-range, like, kind of, maybe don't try that in your beginner. Yeah. 
Um, Definitely butterfly bushes. You want to miss a pretty easy figs, like we were saying. Um, any of the hydrangeas, hibiscus, you know, try those. The jasmines aren't, and the lyceums are pretty easy. I would say those are nice. Yeah. Uh, magnolias are more, I would say, you know, have a little practice under your belt before you spend too much in those. <laughs> Well, Montauk daisies, idiot proof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like, yeah. 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 If you want success, try those. Yeah. Bay sure. laurel, I've I've definitely gotten them to root. Again, it takes a long time. Um, beautiful plant. You know, it's the bay leaf like you use in cooking. But it does, it. you know, don't expect a high number of success or, you know, expect to, t to take a while. Mulberries are easy, super easy. Osmanthus are, are intermediate. They're they're fairly mock orange is pretty easy. Yeah, the mock orange, nine back, purple leaf century. Willows, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Well they'd grow if you wave them at concrete, wouldn't they? We really we, we grow mostly stuff that's pretty easy to Yeah. We want you to have success. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and of course things like the crepe myrtles and the lilacs, I've only had success with those sort of late summer, full shade, lots of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are kind of more intermediate starting type yeah, of things. I'm, in fact, I wouldn't even bother trying with those in the winter. So um, why did we offer them? No, they're just on the list. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't think we offered the lilacs. But yeah, yeah. I know, but it's awkward with that timing because maybe that's why they're a little bit more rare, not as common, you know, because of the timing. You can't really ship. I mean, you can ship unrooted cuttings in summer, but it's when they have their leaves. Tricky. Yeah, it's a lot more tricky. We could give it a go, though. We could send some, say, lilac cuttings because if you defoliated them. Yeah. And granted, they're in a growth phase, so there'd be, you know, osmosis and other chemical processes and whatnot, but I think it'd be worth a go. Yeah, something to try for this year. Yeah, maybe even crack myrtle cuttings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Well, thanks for listening to our list. Hopefully some people get some success from it. Yeah, or some <laughs> ideas on what to grow. And we can just keep in mind we're in North Carolina Zone 7B. Yeah. And uh, so you might have to shift it a couple weeks or something, depending on where you're at. Yeah, so at the right time, you need to provide shade. And, of course, as soon as winter leaves us and it starts to get warm, which is like February, March, April, May, this mm -hmm. being North Carolina, <laughs> um, you, you need to be in a position to water it once a day, twice a day, check on it. Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know if you're working 16 hour days you know unless it's a daisy and unless it's a margarita daisies <laughs> um pick pick what you you choose to grow from cuttings um and uh maybe get somebody else in the household to keep, help you keep an eye on it yeah but don't let it stop you because there are some things you just got to wave it. Well, Maureen does. She waves things at concrete and they bloody grow roots. You just try, try, try again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Bye, Judas. See ya.